0: gentlemen welcome back to the show hey, hey the american craftsman podcast um let's see before we get into it we want to thank our sponsor hayfla hayfla offers a wide range of products and solutions for the woodworking and furniture making industries from hinges and drawer slides to connectors and dowels sandpaper wood glue shop carts and everything in between exclusive product lines such as looks led lighting and slido door hardware ensure that every project you create is built to last learn more at hayfla.com
1: yeah, check them out.
0: We got a guest in the podcast studio. Yeah, the very first time. Yeah, first time guest. First guest since. Since 2020? Yeah. You, since you guys the,
2: got a guest? The P word. <laughs> the pandemic. Yeah. So, someone else is coming? What's going on? <laughs> so, we'll let you introduce yourself. Oh, I hate doing that. That's why you're doing it, right? Um. So... My name is Matthew Sirio. I have been sober now. For, oh, sorry. Wrong
0: <laughs> wrong meeting. Wrong <laughs> meeting. We don't uh, have any coins to get <laughs> out. <laughs>
2: um, Matthew Serio. I go by Archiano Sirio on Instagram and the socials. And uh, I don't even know what you guys want to know. Ask questions and I'll answer them.
0: You know, Tony's been still saying it wrong.
2: Archiano? Yeah, he, he says say? Artigino. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. It, it, I don't... And then Vince Vincent Ferrari says it another way. Uh, Maker's Lounge says it another way. It's fine. Rob knows what?
0: all about the Italian, yeah. the Anglicization of Italian uh, yeah. words.
2: What's uh, what's the
1: background on uh, Giano
2: So um, my last name, Sirio, in Italian means serious. And I was looking for something to come up with. I forget what I had. Originally, it was serious, seriously Sirio... Uh, 42 and um, then I was looking like actually going into to have a, an Etsy account and I'm like that just sounds stupid so I was like <laughs> looking for something else and then um, Archiano, uh actually it means uh, craftsman mm-hmm. in Italian so it's serious craftsman there you go so nice. that's where that came from
0: so it sounds a lot better than serious craftsman
2: yeah yeah much better
0: got a little more flounce
1: <laughs> yeah flounce is one of those words we've come across
2: yeah
0: flounce
2: yes. yeah flounce is a real word and it means what what do you play scrabble all the time no
0: oh god i'm i'm terrible at scrabble um you know it's like uh has some um, uh some a little something extra to it you know yeah. So it has flounce. Flounce. juice. yeah
2: excellent yeah that's me
0: i got a little juice to me got the juice yeah um so how do you want to approach this you want to do like the typical thing where you say well what do you do? How'd you get into it? Blah, blah, blah. Or you want to just, we'll just oh, dear goodness. talk about whatever. Those are often boring. Um, Why don't you give us like a, a quick and dirty rundown okay. of, of what you do and, uh, you know, how you got into
2: it. So I was born at a very early age. <laughs> and from there, I grew up. Uh, I am from uh, Redding, Pennsylvania. Or outside of Reading, Pennsylvania, a little place called Blandon, which I used to make fun of the name all the time until I, until I moved there. Right. Um how I got into making, I did shop in high school and middle school. Actually our middle school shop was a lot nicer than our high school one. Uh did a little bit of metalworking and always interested in art. Uh I decided I wanted to go to school for art. Um, First went to the Navy, uh, went through my basic, went through my, started to do my A school. And um, I didn't get injured in the Navy, but they found, I was lifting laundry one day. (laughs) No way. So here's the reason why I was lifting. I was the assistant, no, I was the laundry petty officer, what they called And the reason here, and I'm like, really? That's what they want to give me to do? And I'm like, oh. And the reason for that was because I had the highest scores. And I'm like, wait, you're giving me the, the laundry petty officer because I had the highest scores? And it turns out that, that that's the guy that misses the most classes because mm-hmm. he's constantly running around looking for lost laundry. So that's what I was doing. And then I was like the assistant uh, uh, education I'd help the guys with their classes and that stuff. But I was lifting a 50, 55 pound bag of laundry and I just lifted it. And I pulled a muscle and which that's, that's not a big deal. Yeah. So of course it's the Navy. They send you to the hospital to get looked at. They did x-rays and they actually found a vertebrae that I, my parents pretty sure I fell out of a tree when I was like six, never got it looked at. Broke it, ne- uh-huh. and it healed. It didn't heal properly, which was enough to. I was going in for diving for EOD, mm-hmm. explosives ordnance disposal, <laughs> playing with bombs underwater. And that was enough to get me out of the diving program. And of course, this is 92, no war going on, mm-hmm. nothing like that. And I really just wanted to go in for diving. So at that point, I just said, This is really not what I wanted. And they're like, Okay. So then I I went home. home. I just shuffled. Yeah. So it didn't actually happen in the Navy. So I wasn't on disability or anything like Mm. that. So then I went to Kutztown University for art education. Uh, Then I discovered that I, during when I was doing observations, that I really don't like kids. (laughs) So and people are like, "You're so great with kids," and I'm like, "Well, I'm great with my kids. (laughs) Yours, I no." So I went, I, I decided to to switch from that to graphic design. Oh no, I went to fine arts. And uh, I realized that I wanted to have a job that I could make money mm-hmm. in.
0: I don't want to be poor for the rest of my life. I don't want to be life. poor for the rest of my
2: life. So I, I actually always joke that they found out I didn't have enough black turtlenecks. <laughs> so I then decided to go into graphic design. Um, I was only in school at first for maybe two years uh and i ran out of money so i decided to take a year off i went back like seven years later and uh right before my daughter was born and i thought yeah i can work full time i can go to classes full time and raise a kid that's no problem so that didn't work (laughs) so i dropped out again uh and then i waited another seven years to go back and at that point it was right before my son was born because you know Two kids. That's going to be great. That's going to be easy. I got it.
0: I got it this time. Yeah.
2: Piece of cake. So then I went for another two semesters and then I was established in my career and I said, yeah, you know what I need? I need a degree, even though I'm already established in mine. Mm -hmm. So I eventually finished my degree with um, a focus in um, using technology and traditional crafts. So using laser cutters and stuff like that. What year did you graduate high school? 92. And
1: you graduated, you got your diploma? In 2001. Oh, see, that's, I mean, it took me 20 years. No, I got you beat
3: there.
2: <laughs> 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 and it's funny because my uh, cousin's kid, they were there, he's graduating high school this year and he was looking at colleges and I said, well, you know what I think he should do? And he goes, I'm not taking any advice from you. <laughs> Sometimes
0: <laughs> so, the hard path is the right path. That's right. It.
2: Right. So I mean my background in working is uh I did um let's see I've done everything. I managed a bookstore for a long time. I uh then I managed a Dairy Queen. I think that's a job I had for almost the, the long, I had that for almost 15 years. Is
0: that a regional, is Dairy Queen regional to the north, sort of northeast? No, or is that, I it's no, all over.
2: I think it's all over. Every all town over. in Texas has a Dairy Queen. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: I wasn't sure if there was some equivalent, you know, elsewhere. Yeah.
2: So I kept leaving that job and going doing other things and then going back because they really, I mean, they took care of me. I mean, I had, when I say I had paid vacations, they paid for my vacation. Hmm. We would have conferences in like, uh, what was that? That was a truck going by. Oh, wow. Yeah. Moved the concrete building. <laughs> <laughs> we would have conferences in like Acapulco. We would have cruises wow. that we'd go on. So I I, I love that job. Uh, and then finally, I just got, I really got tired of just telling people that, well, I, I work at Dairy Queen. Was it but a grazier? No, it wasn't. So it was an old contract. Just straight up ice cream. Straight up ice cream closed for four months out of the year, Wow. which I just collected unemployment for four months. Nice. That was nice. But then I started getting bored. So then I started working at a a bookstore and I did that. And then I left there and I uh, worked for a newspaper. Um, I started doing graphic design for a newspaper. And then I realized that you can make more money selling advertising than Mm. designing it. So I started doing that and I volunteered a lot with the Berks arts council in uh, Berks County, Pennsylvania. Uh, And they had the, uh, Berks jazz fest, which is one of the top five jazz festivals really? in the country. Hmm. It's huge. Um, and I would volunteer with them, but part of my route as a salesperson for a newspaper was, uh, the goggle works, uh, art center, which is where the Berks arts council was located. And the goggle works art center, uh, was an old factory where they used to make uh, Wilson safety goggles.
3: <laughs>
2: and like over, like over in Europe, they actually call safety goggles like Wilson's really the first ones that they did and uh it shut down in 82 and they turned it into an art center in probably late 90s so i would go through there and i went in and I stopped to see the executive director of the arts council and uh i ran into their program manager in the hallway who told me that they were leaving and I went in and started making fun of the executive director for not being able to keep staff around. And then I left with the job. Ha. So I was there for about six years overseeing their grants program and uh, a film festival and things like that. That sounds pretty interesting. It was a lot of fun. So that got me into my the nonprofit art world. And I went from there to the executive director decided to retire. And um, I beat her out the door by like, two weeks i'm just like i don't want to work for someone else so i then went and i was hired for habitat for humanity oh yeah so i did have you done any habitat work i I did a little habitat work work. yeah so it's great i mean i worked with my retail experience and my development experience uh i was a development director for them and i over also oversaw uh their restore Do you guys have restores around here
0: yeah we have one in asbury
2: fantastic um And I worked for two different affiliates for Habitat for two years. And then I got a call from the Pennsylvania Council of the Arts, which is the state arts agency in Pennsylvania. And uh, it's out of the governor's office. And they wanted me to come in and run their their regranting program. Oh, so you're working for the man. So I worked for the man for (laughs) six or or seven years. (laughs) And then I lost my job during COVID. Oh, wow. And now I totally do something completely different and i work with uh uninterruptible power supplies so ups systems and hospitals and banks and things like that to keep the power on
1: yeah i you know d- growing up in a city you you don't get blackouts like you do out here Like right. a storm d- comes and uh, you never know if you're gonna lose power i have
2: solar here. now i have solar with uh battery backup so i don't i don't lose power oh i'm jealous how long does
0: that last the battery
2: um i can if i turn everything off if i turn most of the stuff off and just have the essentials it'll last uh probably a day but with everything running but usually we don't we don't have it's not like sandy you Mm -hmm. know hurricane sandy like six hours max Yeah. yeah And I usually, I don't even notice it going off anymore. I don't, the only time I notice is like at first uh, someone would call me and say, hey, do you have power? Like, yeah. yeah. And I'd walk to the front, the front window, no lights on anywhere in the development yeah. and I'm sitting there pretty.
0: Usually I text Rob and usually yeah. he has power. <laughs> but yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, that was a short explanation of uh, my life. No, that was perfect. So.
1: Hey, I got a question. Um, did you ever take up recreational diving?
2: Um yes. I did for a bit, but I also did now in my misspent youth. Um I would also do uh rock climbing. Oh. So in 97 was it 97? Yeah, 97 I was up in the Catskills doing rock climbing. And it was a really windy day and we really sh- we were told we really shouldn't be climbing. Um, but we were stupid and we're only up there for a few days. So we went up and the wind picked up, picked me up off the wall, spun me around, slammed me into the wall and then spun me back around and put me right back where I was. So I'm like, all right, that's not too bad. My back kind of hurts. Um, next morning I could barely move, uh, eventually led to having two discs removed. Oh, geez. So I, and now, now if I, if I would dive, I'd start to feel the pressure. Yeah. You know, so I don't, I don't dive anymore.
1: I know there's a quarry out in Pennsylvania, um, that they take a lot of students to, mm-hmm. you know, to do their open water yep. exams. I, I don't remember. I was out there. I just don't remember what town it was in.
2: Um, I think it's up towards like Shemokin We got some of the great names out there. Yeah. Yeah. Shemokin. um, I think it's up in that area. So, and we have, I mean, we were talking before about rural areas and that Mm -hmm. stuff and urban. And there's one part, there's one county, which I used to always describe as being like the most rural that you will ever find. It's called Sullivan County. It has one traffic light in the county. Oh, in the county? In the county, there is one track. It is on their tourist maps.
0: And Pennsylvania counties are pretty big.
2: Yeah. So I made a joke one time about the fact that they got their second traffic light, and I was corrected, because it turns out they were just working on a bridge, and it was oh, a temporary no. <laughs> one. There is only one in the whole county.
1: Yeah. It It's funny, because I grew up in, you know, like Brooklyn and places like that. But when I was in... Uh, High school, I wound up in Texas. So I spent my last two years of high school, junior, senior year, in this little town in Texas that had no
2: lights. Oh, really? It was that rural. Yeah, it was no stoplights. Did you ever see the movie The Mexican? Is that Uh, the one with uh, Brad Pitt? Pitt? Yeah, was it Julia Roberts, I think it is? Uh, I forget who plays the... But there's a scene in it. It's actually like two scenes where they're driving... And they're in the middle of nowhere and they stop at a traffic light and they're just sitting there waiting. Waiting. And then, and I I remember, I don't know why I saw it in the theater, but I saw it in the theater and me and my date, I mean, I just started snickering and I started letting, nobody else got the joke. (laughs) And then like later in the movie, they get to the same light again and just sit there. James Gandolfini was in that too. I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah. He's got
0: his own rest stop on the turnpike now.
2: Yep, yep. That's right, and when
1: we used to go around to all these other little towns to play football, Mm -hmm. and that's why I say every town in Texas has a Dairy Queen, because that would be the only little, you know, store. You'd go go to this little town, and it'd be a Dairy Queen.
2: Is football football big in Texas?
1: Yeah, it was.
2: (laughs) No, I think it still is. Yeah. Yeah. They have, I think there's no... What did I hear about every high school has like a new stadium every five or six years because all the money from the uh, oil fields, Mm -hmm. they have like the taxes and that stuff. There is so much money available (laughs) that they have to spend it and they have to spend it on education for that. So they get a new one. Yeah. Education. education, Don't even get me into that stuff. So.
0: Yeah. I mean, they have like whatever, 20,000. seat stadiums and you know high school football stadiums yeah yeah here you know unless it's like some rivalry game you're lucky if you get whatever 500 people probably
2: it's your the amount of emphasis i don't want you guys to lose any uh listeners i think we've alienated (laughs) and uh, offended every group anyone who's still listening has thick skin (laughs) after 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 three years (laughs) after the last one when you start talking about Beating homeless people. (laughs) My gosh, I cannot believe you guys talk about that stuff on your podcast. I don't know who that guy is who keeps writing in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We just go where the wind blows. Yeah, It's true. I realized before I I muted myself to move the microphone. I muted Rob. I don't even know if you might have been talking for all I know. That's okay. So, if uh, a few minutes in, Rob just cuts out.
1: We're, we're married, so we're used to being muted. Well, it's funny. I, I mean, yeah. yeah. It, it,
0: everything's bleeding over. So, it, you know, it, it got picked up on a different mic.
2: Yeah. So, what do you guys want to talk about today? Well, That's a good question. Uh, how was your drive in? So, my drive in was, well, I was only, so I started yesterday driving up to Connecticut for work. And then I had a job last night in Connecticut, and then I had a nice leisurely drive last night down here, and it was about two hours. And I came from New Brunswick this morning mm-hmm. or this afternoon. Home of that Rutgers a, University. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't that bad. I mean, I'm so used I don't even pay attention to traffic anymore. I can't wrap my head around that.
1: Yeah. What's that? The idea of driving and not Getting affected by traffic and...
2: Put on a podcast. Actually, I was listening <laughs> to an Audible book today, mm-hmm. so, you know, I just don't even... Unless I miss a turn. Unless I'm on the phone and I miss a turn, then I get a little annoyed, but what's the point? What's yeah. the point of getting angry at them? Yeah. Keith drives a I, lot, too.
0: Oh, yeah. Keith's driving all the time. Keith? Who's Keith? Yeah. Uh, uh, Blackthorn with
2: an E. Oh, I've heard of him. Blackthrone. Yes that's black throne throne. yeah so so yeah so in the maker community i you know let's go back to what we originally were (laughs) started talking about uh in the maker community i view myself more as a supporter of uh of other makers i do make stuff myself but uh
0: i did see some real cool laser stuff on your instagram page yeah a little lamp That, uh, the honeycomb lamp, that was really cool. And then the, the COVID-19 lamp, that was cool.
2: Until my wife knocked it over and broke it. (laughs) But yeah. we still have the files, right? Yeah, I still have the files. So yeah, I do a lot of, I do a lot of that stuff. And I do, I mean, I do a lot of commissions, uh, which I normally don't post, uh, stuff for film festivals and things like that. But all the money that I make, uh, through doing that on the side goes back into the community. Through Patreon and mm-hmm. through purchasing stuff and giving it out as gifts.
0: Yeah, I wanted to ask you about, so uh, we talked about it um, on the podcast, I think two weeks ago, um, about the the gifts you gave us when you helped us move for, was it Three Kings Day? Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about that?
2: Um, sure. So I started a new tradition with myself. Hopefully it'll be a, a, a new tradition. <laughs> I'm actually thinking about doing it more than once a year. But um, going around and purchasing items from makers and then sending them out to other makers uh, in the in the community. So I purchased about, well, I sent out about 20 packages. Um, I purchased more than that because a lot of times I gave more than one thing or like small things. And uh, I found a little maker commune up in Tarrytown, New York. That's a cool... Cool area. Yeah, it's near Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. It's basically the the same thing. Yeah. So um, it's called uh, Maker Central New York. Hmm. And a gentleman by the name of uh, Connor McGinnis? McGinney? Uh, Who is a potter. Um, He makes a lot of high-end pottery uh, plates and that stuff for, like, five-star restaurants and things like that. So they're building he has a he rents the building but then he doesn't need all that space so there's also a knife maker in there there's a carpenter in there there's a uh paper maker uh bat flower press the ones mm-hmm, that made yeah. the cards yep. uh absolutely gorgeous but twice a year they open up the market i think it's I know it's at Christmas, obviously, and the other time it's either Val- not Valentine's Day, maybe Mother's Day mm-hmm. that they open it up and have people come in and they can, you know, shop and buy gifts. So I stopped there. Um and I also bought some cutting boards from um oh, some guy Bliss. Bliss something or Bliss other Bliss something or other. Oh, uh, that's no, Shaker Guy. That shaker guy, your favorite. <laughs> uh Robert Bliss from Bliss Made Furniture. Um, I sent some of those out. I uh, did, got another piece of pottery from, uh, untidy maker, mm-hmm. um, Carla. Yep. Um, and, uh, so I did that for three Kings day, which for those of you who do not know what three Kings day is, um, it's, we had to look it up. Epiphany. You didn't, it's so when it's, it's when they celebrate the wise men actually arriving mm-hmm. at the, the manger. Mm-hmm. So it's not Giving when he was the frankincense, born since the murder. Yeah. The bombs. And
0: the, uh, what was
2: the, what was the other one? Gold. What, gold? Gold, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So there's a great, uh, a great story that, uh, did you ever hear of uh, Sir Kenneth Robinson? Mm -mm. No. So he's passed away. Check him out on um, uh, TED Talks. He did several great TED Talks. And he's a big supporter of uh, creativity in schools. So creativity, Mm. not just being taught, in like art class, but the fact that you need creativity in every profession, you know, thinking outside the box, but he tells this great story about uh, kids doing the, the Christmas play, the nativity scene, and the fact that they're not afraid to make mistakes and uh, the kids that are doing the, the wise, the wise men get up there and they're learning their lines. And the one said, Um, I bring you gold. And the other one says, I bring you myrrh. And the third kid says, Frank sent this. (laughs) And it's just Uh, (laughs) that. But it must have been a Roman Catholic Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) So, so yeah. So yeah, I do a lot of uh, stuff in the community. A lot of uh, secret projects, which we'll talk about later. I was telling Rob about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that after maker camp. So yeah.
1: Well, I still remember when we were opening up the gifts that you brought us so generously. I have yeah. to add the the paper because I we didn't really know what we were opening, you know. So I was like, "Look at this!
0: What what is this? Look at this paper! Yeah, they, Look at this card! You know, Press the you pulp, know? and it was <laughs> yeah. so cool." I, that mug, that's my. Yeah. I told Matt, you know, Matt Viz. My, my daily mug was his mug. Not yeah. anymore.
2: Okay, excellent. Yeah, sorry, Viz. Yeah, that's
0: a nice mug. I have to watch though, because you know I'm used to the dosage of the of the Viz mug, so I can't fill this it
2: a more. all the oh, way. Yeah. Otherwise, it's, I don't get big. the right
0: distribution. You know, because it's two cups of coffee before work, and then I fill that thing up. So if I fill that all the way to the top two times, so there's nothing left for that. So I got. Oh, I have. You don't it. have
2: a coffee maker here?
0: No. Yeah, we stupid. haven't outfitted a kitchen yet. Not yet. Gotcha. I, I don't need any more access to caffeine, though. I don't think.
2: <laughs> I, I want a coffee maker. It's Eat like it. the
0: one pot in the morning. That's that's the daily limit.
2: Caffeine only has an effect on me when I don't have it. Yeah, I can yeah. drink coffee. I mean, I I'm not a coffee drinker. Unfortunately, I've got a coke habit. I've got a horrible coke habit. Um, liquid, not yeah. powder. I was, yeah, I was gonna. Say. <laughs> <laughs> Powder or, or crack? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't do drugs, kids. So how do you feel about Pepsi? I, I do not like Pepsi.
1: Yeah, see, it's a question
2: I ask every time I sit down at a restaurant, Coke or Pepsi? like Pepsi. Oh,
1: Yeah, I'm not a pe- I, I used to drink Coca-Cola all the time, and I never liked Pepsi. And I remember when they switched to New Coke. Oh, which, yeah, that was supposed to taste like Pepsi, right? Yeah, it was sweeter and everything. Yeah. That that was my, that was the first time I ever got political. (laughs) (laughs) See, I like
2: Diet Coke. See, I don't, I drink Coke Zero. I'll drink Diet Coke if I have to.
0: Coke Zero, I like better. I like Coke Zero better than regular Coke. I I think it tastes
2: slightly different. It's a little more dry. Nothing, nothing tastes tastes better than regular Coke. Yeah. I prefer Diet Coke. Coke. regular. Oh, it just, yeah, I don't like fountain. I don't like fountain. Yeah, I mean, I gotta to it. mix it right. Yeah, uh, that was the other thing with when I worked at Dairy Queen, having that, having that just right to adjust it just yeah. right to have the the right mixture. Yeah.
3: Hmm.
1: When I was a kid in Texas, I worked at the Pizza Hut, mm-hmm. which was next to the Dairy Queen. Were oh, they connected okay. or were they no, separate? They, they, yeah, they were. There were four buildings. There was, uh, Sonic, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Uh, Dairy Queen and Pizza Hut. Wow.
2: So, Sonic, see, Sonic is new for up here. Yeah. Yeah. They, it was, are, they were old back there. Yeah.
1: And uh, I used to get on the phone and I always wanted Dairy Queen. And I used to call them up and say, you know, what do you guys want for dinner? I'll make you a pizza, blah, blah, blah. We used to do that all the time <laughs> yeah. trading. Yeah. 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 yeah the old be- barter. What's your favorite uh, Blizzard recipe?
2: Oh, gosh um cookie dough was always good i used to make some really weird that's what i mean you must have like a off menu well what what i used to make which i would not i would still eat it now but i would probably be sick was i used to make quart sundays, where you get a quart (laughs) container put a little fudge (laughs) in the bottom then fill it up part (laughs) way with ice cream then put in like, you know, some hot fudge or mm. some, and then of course, you know, have all the fixings from the, yeah. the blizzards mix that stuff in and it's like a quart of ice cream. I would just sit there and eat it. Oh yeah. That sounds good. I can't, <laughs> I, I can't do that anymore.
0: We have Carvel here. There's a Dairy Queen over oh, in yeah. Holmdale. No, there's one right up on uh, 30.
1: It's one of those that closes in the winter time.
0: Oh yeah. Right. We'll up here. Yeah. you yeah, took yeah. a
1: right when you got to 36. Yeah. I forgot about that. I like That's Carvel. Carvel. Carvel's yeah. good. not good. Yeah. I grew up with Carvel.
2: And I I remember do you remember the commercials? Yeah. The well, owner, the cookie puss. I mean, he yeah. had this really like, like really deep it was raspy cookie voice. And, uh, Fudgy the whale. Fudgy
1: the whale. I still love the flying sauces. Yeah, oh, yeah, those are good. We
0: used to get the dilly bars at, oh, at uh Dairy, Dairy Queen. Queen. Yeah. The Buster bars. Buster bars, that was called.
2: Well, the dilly bars, and then the buster bars were the the fudge and the uh peanuts. Uh, yeah, it was basically, it was like a parfait, like the Buster, Peanut Buster Parfait. Oh man, those? I never had those. Man. That sounds uh, good. want we'll some of that already. Right. back memories.
0: Yeah. Carvel's got the Sunday Dasher. Yeah. That's like the, like a, kind of like a blizzard. Well, they have something that's more similar <clears throat> to
2: a blizzard, but I'm not sure what they call it. Yeah, blizzards, you got flurries, you got all yeah, the different yeah. places they call them, nor'easterns. Mm-hmm. And-
1: I still like the Carvel ice cream
2: cake. Yeah. With mm-hmm. the, those the little, little crunchy things, yeah. yeah. They actually, uh, Dairy Queen actually sent me to a uh, cake decorating school. The really? Wilson's school, Wilson school of Cake Decorating. Wow. Well. <laughs> I have a certificate somewhere. Yes. You're certified. Yeah. Are you, you certified? safe certified? Uh, not anymore. I mean, uh, that, well, that, either
0: are we, but we were Surf safe <laughs> certified. <laughs> Why did you have to be? Oh, we both worked in the restaurant. In the <laughs> oh, show. okay. Yeah. Right, I was about to say, for what you do now? 40 yeah. and 140. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah. So I was in school for, for uh, hotel and restaurant management, you know, whatever hospitality, hotel, restaurant management. And like, I had already been working in the restaurant industry for, I don't even know how long years, uh, probably five, six years. And it was like, I didn't even have to go to any of those classes. And I would just show up for the test and just (laughs) take the test and just like pass, which was, which was good, but
1: were there any kids that didn't have any hands-on experience Oh, it was like all of them. That's that's crazy, yeah. right? You get to college and they haven't had a job yet. Yeah.
2: It so adding to that. So I since I just got my degree a little while ago. Yeah. uh having taking like a sculpture class and having them like working in a wood shop and kids Getting into college and have never used a drill, mm-hmm. never used a saw, never. U- and I was just like, "How? How did you? How did you get through to this point? Never used a screwdriver. I'm yeah. like, that's that's ridiculous.
0: I I
1: had a, a young. Um, he's a he's just turned twenty eight, but he started working for me ages ago when he was in the seventh grade. And he wound up going to Villanova as as an engineering student. And he was in like the robotics lab and stuff like that. And they had to make stuff. And he would tell me hysterical stories about like, they'd have like the hacksaw blade on backwards or they didn't know how to use sandpaper.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I'm, I'm one, I'm one to believe that, you know, you can learn something new at any age. Yeah. And, uh, (laughs) We shouldn't make fun of of people that are like that, but <laughs> no. it's, it's so <laughs> much not? fun to do so. <laughs> but it's still funny. It's, especially that, uh, that makeshift uh, chat room on Instagram. Uh, it's uh, always, yeah. it's I, always uh,
0: fun. I made a departure from that. Oh, you did? Yeah, Corey, um, I had to um, call Grant Alexander a bitch. That's how <laughs> I got that. That was, yeah, Corey and Chris made me do it
2: oh they made you call him that
0: i was like is there any way i could like leave the group chat i'm like i just don't have time for because I'm, I'm in like two other group chats i'm like I, I can't like balance these three group chats and Corey's like yeah that's fine but you gotta call grant a bitch so i literally i i uh i was like man did you guys listen to that new episode of makeshift i was like that guy Grant sounds like a total bitch. And then I just left the chat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were like, you have to call him a bitch so that we have a reason to kick you out.
0: <laughs> no, so there was, I think there was like, you know. That's nothing
2: compared to what goes on in the chat.
0: Probably a couple hours of like uh mystery where they were like, what the hell's wrong with Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So,
2: so what else is, uh, are you guys doing new uh, workbench con?
0: No. no. I can do that. No, you have KBIS coming up. Um, That's on the thirty first. If we were to do anything, we'd we'd go to that KBIS Kitchen Bath Industry Show. Okay, out in Vegas.
2: That's if, if I may be so bold Mm -hmm. as to give you guys a a pointer Mm -hmm. on your podcast, and that is um, your audience doesn't always know what you're talking about. (laughs) neither so, do we <laughs> especially with with acronyms yeah. <laughs> which is and, and i the example i always use when i get i do uh talks on uh grant writing mm-hmm. and always know your audience and always explain stuff because you never know who's reading your proposal and the example i always give was when i first started working with the pennsylvania council of the arts uh the first week i was there we had a meeting and we were doing a project with NASA which was I thought was incredible. I mean that is fantastic. You know, we're doing something with, you know, like art and space or something like that. Wow. And after a week, I found out that NASA stood for the National Assembly of State Arts Agencies. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so <laughs> let down.
1: How, can, how is that can, a acronym? <laughs> How can you take an uh, such a well-known uh, acronym
0: and adopt it?
2: It happens all the time. So it's, like, always, like, you know, <laughs> know who your audience is. And, is that a so. backronym? A backronym? Well, remember we were talking that's about acronym, right. What's a backronym?
0: I'm still not, like, solid on the definition, but it's, like, um, how would you explain it? I don't remember. I just remember. It's almost like a, an acronym that's made on
2: purpose. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. So it is confused with...
0: Uh no, it's not like copying another acronym. It's like uh like a, a mothers against drunk driving, I think was mm-hmm. one of the ones they like used. Mad? Where, yeah.
1: They they come up with the word first and then they make, the, then oh. they make it fit. Yeah. No, this is one which I mean That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they wanted to spell they wanted it to be mad. Right. So they come up with the words to fit. Like gotcha. mothers against drunk driving. Or yeah. there
2: and there's also a name for those for the names of product products which are referred to by a brand name. Oh yeah. But they're actually oh, like, like
0: Kleenex and Kleenex. Kleenex we talked about key, that too on the yeah. podcast Q-tips. once. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. And Keeps. then we went and listed them all off. That's where this comes in handy. We'll pull up all kinds of crazy stuff. Gotcha. Did you hear our episode on the secret uh, secret space program?
2: I don't know. Oh, well, you just to remembers. let you know,
0: they're fighting zombies and vampires on Mars.
2: Oh, oh, okay.
0: And they're kidnapping people
2: to fight the the. Okay, was that another Reddit post that you guys got, uh, or is this somebody else that posted I think something? That, in that your... was somebody who wrote in. No, no, I
0: we I watched a rabbit hole. YouTube documentary. Um, this guy. Oh, what's his name? I forget. He's a a young guy from Canada and he makes these like, you know, YouTube documentaries. And uh, he did one on on this secret space force. And there's this group of people on YouTube, you know, kind of like your flat earthers or whatever. And they believe in this secret space force. And there's there's secrets or secret space program. There's secret space program influencers you know who have their own patreon so they're making all kinds of money and they're telling these stories wow. about how you know i was kidnapped and i you know they took me to mars and i fought the reptilians and the mantis people and this and that and this guy um posed as one of them and got on like this big uh secret space program influencers like youtube channel <laughs> and he made up this whole story it was great
2: uh we were told we weren't allowed to speak about any
0: of that. <laughs> yeah, the secret space program. <laughs> you won't remember any of this after you leave.
2: <laughs> we were sworn to secrecy. Um
0: That could have been uh, that might have been a bonus show.
1: Yeah, um it's actually a book. Oh god. Who's responsible?
0: Tesla? Oh, yeah, they, the Nazis? Yeah, they believe the Nazis actually like went to space and then like they colonized the moon and uh, you know, these people are crazy.
2: The thing that always scares me is what if, like, you hear one of these far-fetched conspiracy theories? The thing that scares me is it makes no sense whatsoever, but what if one of them's true? You always got to be
0: open to the possibility that that it is. Exactly. Yeah, the secret
1: space program's a conspiracy theory that claims that a group of Nazis found a UFO in Antarctica and reverse-engineered it to create super soldiers on Mars.
2: No, that was Captain America's. That's where they found <laughs> Captain America.
0: It was only a small group of Nazis, though. Well, oh. Well, they've oh, been yeah. populating it ever since.
2: They're in Brazil, aren't they?
0: Yeah. Uh, Argentina. Argentina. I think. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. That's
2: right. Argentina. They still never
0: found him in that show, that History Channel show. Oh, my yeah. God. What about Curse of Oak Island? Are you watching that this season? I have been
1: recording Curse of Oak Island. Uh, and watching it like on Saturday where I can like speed through it. Any day now they're going to find something. The thing that's crazy is that they've, it must be a money printing machine, that show, because they're pouring in so much money. They're doing things like, uh, I I mean, stuff has to cost millions of dollars.
0: Are you
2: familiar with this? My wife watches it, and my theory is that they already found it, but they won't say anything because then the the show will be over
0: (laughs) (laughs) after the next commercial break. You're going to find out. Yeah.
1: Um, the thing is, I mean, I, I used to really be an enthusiast, but when they call them, they refer to themselves as the brotherhood of the dig and all that, I, I, it kind of like, I have to really start rolling my eyes more than I a shirt.
0: It's gotten real campy.
1: Yeah and the you know the characters like there's the one is Troutman still in there he is every now and again he has a line um, but there's like the one son who's like the stepson or whatever. and He's oh, always, he's like always the so excited. Yeah, he's it's the like, helper. listen, buddy, you
0: got like a 1% stake in this. Uh, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> with, um, the British Brad, guy, what's his name? Brad. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, with the, with the bald head.
1: Yeah, who's the British guy uh, who was. Uh, that's a Bobby Dazzler. Oh
0: yeah, the the uh, metal detector. Yeah, guy. Yeah, the metal detector guy. My favorite was the heavy equipment operator. Yeah, who's like yeah. actually like an award winning like Canadian actor, <laughs> but he's like on Oak Island like with a backhoe like digging up the ground.
2: <laughs> so, so wait, it, is this a? Is this a documentary or a fake documentary or mockumentary or? Uh, No, it's It's a documentary. It's just one of those
0: crappy History Channel shows. But it's it's scripted, you know.
1: It is scripted. Well, all the reality stuff is scripted, -scripted,
2: semi-scripted, exactly.
1: Like, um, uh, you ever watch like this old house and things like that? Um, I had a little bit of a peek behind the curtain at that when I was doing this. Um. Work in the Absaraka Wilderness with the Sierra Club, okay. and Norm and they, the crew came out to do this. Uh, what's what was it? What's not this old house? New Yankee Workshop? Or, oh, okay, it that's was, a new no, one. it was yeah. this old house. I'm okay. sorry.
0: I tried to find it. I couldn't find yeah. it. It might have been New Yankee because I couldn't yeah. find the this old house. But basically, the producer would say, uh, Norm, go over there and.
1: You know, cut a notch in that log and say something like, Boy, it's I'm really these pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> you know? It's like when John <laughs> Peters comes by. Right. Exactly. And then he would do it. You know, so it's it's not totally
2: off the cuff. See, the ones that the one that I actually liked was there used to be a show on called Survivor Man. With oh, yes, oh, yes. Yes. Lou Stroud. Yeah. And the fact that he would go out with just cameras. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: That was the real deal. That was
2: the real deal. And he would also complain because he's like, if I had have to, to do a, redo it, if I had to do a shot of me like canoeing away or walking away, mm-hmm. I had to walk away. Then I had to go back and get my camera. Mm-hmm. And right. And then, but that was real. Not you like
0: had that Bear Grylls guy. Right,
2: where they stay in a hotel no. at mm-hmm. night and the camera crews following them. And,
0: yeah.
1: Oh yeah. 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 Um, yeah. He was good. He was good. Yeah. Les
2: Stroud. He did, the last thing I saw him do was um, he had a, he did a show about living off the grid mm-hmm. in Canada. And it's like his, and he he did it realistically where they bought an old uh, deer camp and he's like, his kids like, they, you know, we're going to move off the grid, but they still want their electronics. They still want all the comforts of home. And it's like how to bring that. bring What did to he them. use for power? Solar and batteries. Mm-hmm.
1: Interesting. I, I kind of was uh, into that stuff, you know, there, when I was living out in California. Mm-hmm. And they sort of schooled us that you need to have at least two separate kinds of power generation, right. like solar and wind or, or you know, water and solar, something to supplement the other.
2: I always thought it would be neat to actually have, like, true geothermal Mm. Where you would drill, the, but I mean, how far do you have to drill? To I guess hit? like 40 or 50 feet down, right? Well, no, because you want to hit, you like, I I guess you want to hit like, uh, Magma almost. Yeah. Magma. Oh, that kind of, yeah. Like, so that it's so that water gets pumped in and turns it into steam to run the generator. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. Like they have in Iceland. Yeah. Cause yeah. like a well is, you know, some like residential wells are like two, three hundred feet deep, aren't they? Right.
2: Right. And to have, I mean, it's nice to be built to the side of a mountain where your temperature stays constant, mm-hmm. but you still need to, you know, yeah.
1: But like the the geothermal stuff, usually you have to just go down where the temperature is consistent, right? You know, and it's sort of, but that's like a a supplemental thing, I guess, because it'll remove certain amount of cold. Uh, but not enough to heat your home,
2: right? It's the whole the whole point is it's it's cheaper to heat your heat the water up to a certain level, right. if it's Or heat the air if it's already at fifty five degrees. Yeah, or Yeah, like there you that. go.
0: Yeah, you could do like a radiant heat system where you know your water mains coming in and the water is forty degrees, but then it goes down. It even if it only makes it to fifty degrees, you just right. saved yourself ten degrees mm-hmm. right. by just having a pipe going down and then back up.
1: Yeah, I like that stuff. Yeah, you know, straw
0: bale houses and
1: things like that. I mm-hmm. I, um, I can't remember the place it was. Um, yeah, I was. Did you ever hear Backwoods Home Journal, the magazine? Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, I used to subscribe to that. Yeah, I was into all okay, this stuff. I,
2: did, I wasn't into it that much. <laughs> and um,
1: you, you can imagine the fish out of water looks I would get when I would show up at some of these things. You know, it's like with. Because I had a heavy accent then people go, this guy's little, he, where's he come from? He's into like all this stuff. Do you, do you have a lot of
2: backwoods in Brooklyn? You know? No, no. I, but I was,
1: he was so intrigued by it because right. it was so far. The
2: technology is fascinating. Yeah. So what's going to be the next, you know, the next big thing? Yeah. We'll have it designed by AI probably.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this whole the chat GPT thing is uh it's all the rage right now. I messed around with it. I don't know, I wasn't really into it. I haven't
2: gotten into it too much.
0: I uh yeah, I guess I didn't have anything that I that was a uh a meaningful enough prompt. I couldn't think of anything that I wanted to,
2: you know. Maybe I'll start using that to compose my questions of the month yeah, for that's you That's a bad idea. Yeah.
0: Listen, well, we we didn't announce it, but I mean you guys knew. We're talking to the winner right now. Yeah, of last Matt. week's. Uh, oh, oh, really? Question of the Thank month.
2: You. Surprised? Oh wow, I am surprised.
0: He's got two glasses now. It's, well, it's how many right. is in a full set?
2: We talked like service for eight. I was thinking of service for twelve. I was going to go for a whole Good. year, but I think that's just being greedy. <laughs> well, yeah, it had to spill over into season four. But yeah, I think yeah. what I'll start doing. Well, how many? When did you guys start that?
0: Um, that was episode four. So there were yeah. two winners before you. Okay, Chad um, and and John,
2: Chad, huh?
0: Chad mm-hmm. won the first, and I think Chad had said something about wanting a full set, and yeah. then he didn't. He didn't even submit any yeah, more questions. Didn't. Yep, Chad. he got too
2: busy. Thanks a lot, Chad. Yeah, that was. I mean, he's. There was that. There was a. I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I support a lot of podcasts. And sometimes I, there's ones which I don't even. I I support because friends do them but i don't Mm. really listen to them like there's one that i do about i think it's about men's health it's a lot about masturbation it's called um i think it's working working hands hands? Working hands. i think that's what it is but i think he used to be on that i
0: i actually yeah so we're patrons to working hands and makeshift and occasionally i'll I'll listen to working hands um (laughs) i'll be honest i've only listened to a couple makeshift yeah but i I just do it to support them it's not you know
2: so, I mean, I, I know there's, I do work, working hands one. Um, I mean, and this is also my opportunity to shout out a whole bunch of people in oh, the, yeah, go the for community. It. Um, so let's see people that I support, uh, Anne of all trades, mm-hmm. who's fantastic. Becky Stern. Are you familiar with Becky Stern? It oh, sounds familiar. She's another, she's another New Yorker. I think oh, she's yeah. Brooklyn. What does she do? She does a lot of uh, free content on technology and crafts. Did you watch any of the maker exchange, like the ones like Jimmy did? Like he made that um, toolbox and leather bag for Mm. Christmas, and then he sent that off to someone. Mm. That was to Becky Stern. And then he got a um, stamp uh, that I guess in the Japanese culture, when they make like a, a print, they s- put their stamp on it. And then the person that receives it or purchase it puts their stamp on it. And if they sell it to someone else, they put their stamp They're, on it. It's kind of like a history of, yeah, the. Yeah. well, she made one for Jimmy. That's cool. So, um, but, uh, did you guys get to meet, uh, Canon doll X, Natasha? uh at maker camp i don't think so i've seen her account though okay because her husband uh matt is the that works um show they do a lot of uh blacksmithing with chris cash okay yeah with uh the uh armor and swords and that Mm -hmm. then there's a uh this podcast i kind of listened to it once or twice it's clamp Lamp podcast that's Grant, right? Is that yeah, his? I think that's that Grant guy that you called a bitch. Um, crafting a revolution. <laughs> I swear, I didn't mean it. <laughs> that's he's a rumor. Very, he's very sensitive. I've you never even talked car- to Grant. You got to be. Car- he's very sensitive. It turns out. No, he. I guess he was getting eaten alive in his comments. And uh, Keith actually said something on the on his uh, after show about the fact that it's like we thought Instagram was like a safe. Like the safe place. It's not like YouTube or Twitter. Yeah. But some people can get, I guess they're moving over. Reddit to is, is rough. Yeah, I don't yeah. even go to Reddit. That, that is just,
0: I made the mistake recently of starting to post on Reddit again in the wood, in r slash woodworking. It's, it's brutal. And I want to say like, you're
2: a bunch of blowhard, yeah. Joe's in your garage. Like, yeah. do they what? tell you how long they've been doing it? They're
0: like that TV is way too high. I'm like, I didn't have anything to do with the TV. <laughs> yeah. There's like a hundred comments about the TV. I'm like, I had nothing to do with the TV. They're like, you should have said it was for a client. I'm like, I figured all this stuff
2: was for it's clients. clients. It's not yeah. just making it for myself. Yeah, that that's the difference, right? Uh, Green Street. Oh, that's you guys. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> crafting a revolution. You know that one? No. Uh Katie Freeman. She does a uh, mm. it's um LBGTQ or it's uh women in the crafts and non binary. That one's pretty um cool. let's see. Uh other podcasts. Oh, the Maker Lounge. Do you know that one with Matt? Sounds
0: familiar. Uh we're probably offending all kinds of people because yeah. we're totally out of the loop on all the on making
2: problems to solve. We, we work da- like that crazy? crazy. That's our yeah. P- that's that's Dave. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys. Yeah. You, you guys do work a lot. You guys you make, should. You but kids. these are things that you can also listen to <laughs> while we're, you're we're near really. the crest of the hill. That's our. That's <laughs> our. Do you ever listen to Smarter Every Day? Yes. That one's good. Um, Not the
0: podcast. The YouTube. The YouTube. Uh, yeah.
2: Oh, he, his podcast is uh, No Dumb Questions. Mm. Um, Working Hands. He's actually a patron of a.
0: Another YouTube channel I watch called uh Weird Fruit Explorer. Weird
2: Fruit Explorer? Yeah. I'll have to look at that one. I That's a like pretty the good. Title. Yeah. And then one of my favorite podcasts, and you guys know Tamara Robertson. Uh she does the the Jesse Combs Foundation. She's oh, yeah, uh, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she has one called Tinkering Bells, mm-hmm. which is absolutely fantastic. Nice.
0: So. I like podcasts. I just if I listen to them while I'm working, I can't. I, like I. I miss too much, and I feel like I am like
2: I don't even like listen to it. Yeah, I have to listen to it when I'm driving. Yeah, see, that's it. That's because I don't pay attention at all when I'm driving.
1: Yeah, we, you saw we wear like these little um,
0: uh, bone conduction headphones.
2: Yeah,
1: so, so they're good, but you kind of keep it at a. They don't get super loud, and it's not like high fidelity. Yeah, <laughs> like if you. If you start sanding with a, a random orbit sander, you you lose it. Like yeah. you can't hear anything. So it you can't listen to a podcast anymore. If you put in
0: uh earplugs, I wear these, um <laughs> I forget which brand they are. They're not Eargasm they're they use work, work, another work tunes. One. But these are um they only reduce the sound by like twenty d B and they're supposed to let, you know, like some stuff through. Oh, okay. So if I wear these with those headphones, you hear more? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, a lot more.
2: Well, I use the the over-the-ear ones, yep. just that. And it's also so that if my wife, I, I mean, I will hear the door open to the shop, but if I'm not looking at her then, I can pretend I don't hear her. Oh,
0: yeah. You don't want to get startled either. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I used to lock the
1: door when I worked by myself. That's not always smart.
0: What, what do you mean? What, what uh, if, uh, yeah, what if something happens? What if something happens? I don't know if your wife's going to be able to kick the door down. Yeah, I never thought about it that way. (laughs)
2: Luckily, nothing happened. (laughs) Do you guys have, I mean, do you guys ever work here? Like one of you work here by yourself without the... Jeff's
1: always here early in the morning. Yeah. Is that ever a
2: concern?
0: Well, I I honestly, I try not to fire up any machines before like 7 o'clock. So okay. usually by seven robs here yeah. do you
2: have do you have noise ordinance here?
0: um I'm sure there is I, I and I don't know what it sounds like outside um you know the building is concrete, but we have those two windows um so I just you know i I don't want it to become a right I'm just trying to be courteous. there's yeah. always stuff to do in the morning, especially where it's like
2: you don't want to drown out gunshots. You know, yeah,
0: put away the stuff that you had left out yesterday. <laughs> you or,
2: ran out of here. Yeah, like
0: today, <laughs> take some stuff out of the van. We were setting up this stuff. So, plus, it's nice to have that little bit of quiet in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't you come in and turn the machines right on.
2: It's like just too much. I, I must say, this is a really nice, really nice setup. I was gonna say it's, you've
0: probably never been in such a lavish and luxurious it, podcast studio. It's I, like a teenager's uh, hangout. Yeah, well, That's actually, I, was I, thinking, I feel like
2: I'm in the genie in the bottle. I feel <laughs> like I'm, I dream a genie with the...
0: I told Rob, it's like, this is like your brother's friend's basement where people <laughs> go to smoke pot. You gotta have something <laughs> hanging
2: from the ceiling, you know, yeah. cover the ceiling in that. If we yeah. if
0: we covered the ceiling, it would probably, the sound would probably be real good, but...
2: Yeah. Gotcha.
0: There's a piece of homo
2: soap back here. Where the hell is it? Uh, is there... Here. There's a door there, right? Yeah. Okay. Is that that's not that doesn't not the one that goes outside. No,
0: that is uh it goes it's under the stairs. There was that's like right. a toilet in there. That's right. But no yeah. more toilet. Gotcha. We got rid of it. We'll probably have to like take some of this down when we get inspected. We're gonna be like, what the hell's going on in there? Yeah yeah i was just uh well all we need is like set up a camera or two
1: you know <laughs> yeah. and they'll really get suspicious yeah <laughs> <In> a bed
2: <laughs> <laughs> microphones cameras, what are you guys, what are the you guys doing there uh we do a podcast <laughs> why is there a bed in there
0: uh, <laughs> well you know sometimes you get sleepy
2: <laughs> you don't, you don't know me <laughs> you don't know what i'm about we didn't
0: say what the podcast was on
2: exactly so so you got a topic for today You're the topic. Oh, that's a horrible topic. Need something interesting.
0: No, the best podcasts are like this. You know, we've been talking for an hour. Have we? Yeah.
2: Oh. Time flies. It goes
0: fast. It does. We did working hands twice, and it was like, I got to go to sleep now. You know, it's like 830. They start late. Yeah, yeah. they
2: do. I've been. I was on there once. They're like,
0: "You want to be on the show?" Or like, "I'm like, what time?" (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, how's eight o'clock? I'm like, God, eight
2: o'clock. I'm like, I'm like falling asleep at eight. Exactly. I got I got yelled at because Keith emailed me or messaged me and said, uh, "Hey, do you want to be on the show this week?" And I said, "Yeah, I guess I don't have anything else to do." And he's like, "All right, can you be a little bit more excited about it?" (laughs) 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 Like
3: whatever.
1: That that's like when somebody's yeah, you know, had to take something bad out of the refrigerator and they go, Yeah. Hmm, this this is bad. Smell this. Smell, smell this, yeah. Of course. <laughs> no, you have I take to. your word for it. You have
2: to. Here, smell this. Taste this. So eat this. We're only gonna give it to the dog. Oh like George Carlin used to talk about that all the time where it's like uh you know, the the thing that always scared him the most is the empty plate. Oh yeah. It's like did something in there eat something else? <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's like, oh, I always just like to imagine a little uh, hamster with a parka on. As soon as the light goes out, it goes yeah. over there and starts
0: eating it. Oh, my God. Yeah, the fridge elves. Yes. My wife was busting my balls because uh, she opened the sour cream, and there was only, like, a little bit in there. You know, there was another one. Right. I'm like, I'm not just going to throw it out. I'm like, mm-hmm. you got to scoop out what's in there, use it, and then you open the next one. I'm like, am I supposed to throw it away because there's not, like, a an ample amount of sour cream in there. Does sour
2: cream go bad? Does
0: it start tasting take, better? It's got to take a long time to go yeah. bad. It's yeah. like already bad. It is. It's like cheese. It's Ages. like, yeah, it's like almost like yogurt. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, it's funny. Speaking of wives in the refrigerator. <laughs>
2: we <laughs> Here's a good segue. Speaking of wives in the refrigerator. Yeah, good thing they don't listen. <laughs> we both
1: use half and half in our coffee. Okay. And for whatever reason, when it gets down to a certain point, my wife will open up the next new one. Why? I have no idea. And and leave the
0: other one. And she I, wants you to use the old stuff. She yes, wants the fresh stuff. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what happens. Like I'll. Here's how you get her: just pour the old stuff into the new <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, like
1: I'll pour it into my coffee, you know, and then oh, I need a little bit more or something like that. So I go and I'm prepared to open up the new one, but lo and behold, it's already opened up
2: and it's not full. We have, a, we have a battle over the milk in the house. Uh, my kids, well, first off, because my wife is a health nut, uh, she goes to the gym minimum four times a week, easily. God bless her. She used to, when she worked, when she used to go into work and they had a gym at work every day, she would go like wow. sometimes twice a day. But she's always like gets the 2% milk. And I like whole milk. Yeah, that 2% is not even real milk. No, it's water. We drank skim
0: milk growing up. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's like one well, I grew percent, up in it? the 90s. It was like, a, the, you know. <laughs> uh, what was that green, The like all the low-fat snacks? It was like a green.
2: Snack. Uh, snack, snack wells. wells. Snack yeah. wells,
0: that's right. That was, shit was
2: rampant when I was a kid. <laughs> but the thing is that you don't diet understand. Coke, just to talk about Diet <laughs> There's Coke. 1% milk, 2% milk. Skim, I mean, uh, whole milk is... Three percent milk. Oh, is it really? I didn't even know that. It's still ninety-seven percent fat-free. Yeah. It's only th- now it's three percent milk. What's the rest of it? You
0: know. Well, yeah, fat's been demonized when really it's not. Right. There's exactly. nothing wrong with fat.
2: But the whole thing with the the milk is, both of my kids drink milk like it's. Oh, know.
1: I still drink milk. My wife won't buy it for me though. She, says,
2: you're an adult. You shouldn't be drinking all that milk. Tell her you're getting old and your bones need the calcium. Yeah.
0: That's true.
2: That's so true. Go on. Your kids, milk. Well, the thing is, and then my wife, you know, every morning it's like, you know, she goes, hopefully there's enough for her coffee. But and then something we are we're in a um, a development and right down the street, uh like four houses down is the main road, and there's a CVS. So always sending one of the kids down there to get milk. But yeah, it's like i'm I'm not a big milk drinker, mm-hmm. I mean I will, but there's so many other things to drink, yeah,
1: but they're oh, always man. fighting over the milk, so
2: love
1: Nestle's quick and my milk
2: yeah i don't
0: I don't drink milk, but occasionally you know you go in there and take a nice big swig out of the yeah out of the thing
2: what about yeah. Ovaltine?
0: no I was that was Nestle's quick, yeah, we had um a lot of carnation instant breakfast, uh, oh okay, yeah, which is like. Uh, basically ovaltine i guess yeah i think so yeah pretty similar i used to get like the
1: half gallon of milk you know the cardboardy kinds and i'd break it open at the top and pour in the nestle's quick then shake it up oh man
2: (laughs) why didn't you just buy the container of chocolate milk
1: it was just better that way i don't know
0: (laughs) make your own ratio you know who's got don't question of milk? my childhood welsh <laughs> welsh farms oh yeah some good, farms. Good chocolate milk.
2: yeah i think that's a pennsylvania yeah. possibly we have clover hills yeah clover hills farms or maybe
0: maybe cumberland farms is uh pennsylvania yes
2: yeah let me see down in cumberland valley Charlie, cumberland milk farms. man cumberland
0: Out. uh like cumberland maryland you ever drive through there mm-hmm. that's a beautiful little town so yes, where do
2: you like you guys uh you're both fisher fishermen?
1: Uh I'm a new fisherman. Jeff's taught me everything
2: I know. <laughs> Cause you took uh I was just thinking about like, well, you were talking about driving through Maryland. I was thinking about uh, vacations, my head went there. And you guys did a fishing trip with Keith?
0: Yeah, we went up to Pulaski, New York.
2: Where is Pulaski?
0: Um is it's that... about an hour north of Syracuse. Okay. So you go you go through Syracuse Adirondacks? Adirondacks? Um no, there's no mountains. Okay. It's it's, uh, it's a Lake Ontario tributary. Okay. So it's like right at the mouth of Lake Ontario. So are you
2: fly fishing or? Yeah. Okay. And is that just, is that the only kind of fishing you do? Or?
0: No, like Keith had a spinning rod. Okay. Yeah. And
2: Rob, what do you do? Whatever he handed me. That was like Rob's first time fishing. Whatever he handed me. Yeah. I like
1: to just be out. Yeah. you know, That's like, what I like. Well, it's pretty, it's the camaraderie and it, it reminds me a lot of why I did lots of things, you know, like golf or something like Mm -hmm. that. I don't, I never was a golfer, but you go out with some friends, you're out on this beautiful golf course, you're hanging out. It's nice. You know, Yeah, my
2: brother was a golfer. I never, I never took up golfing. My father was not, he was not a golfer. Uh, My father's a retired minister. And I still remember one of the the uh, church members saying that when they took my dad out golfing, when he first came to the church in the, the 70s, he golfed with him the whole day. He's like, your father did not swear once. We don't think he understood the game. <laughs> <laughs> what denomination? Uh, unite uh, UCC, United Church of Christ.
0: Is that, it's kind of like, has like a, a ribbon or something around the cross, is that like the logo? Uh...
2: No, it's a cross with the circle at the bottom and a crown. UCC. It's it's a very uh, open mm. church. We we also refer to it as uh, uh, utterly confused Christians <laughs> or uh, Unitarians considering Christ. Oh my God. Uh, they're very you know. So it's like the Unitarians. It's it's a step. Well, no, because they yeah they do believe in in Christ. They believe in the fellowship. Uh, and but they're not they're not as strict as i mean we did have some in the in the late 80s the national church opened they said that you know they accepted homosexuality and the church is open to everyone and there was actually some conservative ucc churches that left at that point Ah. but it's you know they guys have their own
0: fringe their own fringe version yeah
2: they just became a church without a denomination are they as hypocritical as the Roman Catholics that we? Uh, no, <laughs> uh, my wife. My wife is Roman Catholic. Oh man! My we were indoctrinated. Yeah. yeah. Now, were you? Were you, did you grow up Roman? Roman Catholic. Catholic yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My son is being raised Roman Catholic, but now, luckily, my wife does not listen to this podcast. Uh, not when, yet. Not yet. <laughs> but when he uh, when he gets confirmed this yeah. year, he's planning on. Of just switching to my church.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. See, I was I was asking you guys do communion.
2: Yeah, we do yeah. communion. We we don't do it like you know everybody drinking out of the same. Yeah, we we believe that it's a representation of. Yeah, wow, well, I did not realize was we were going to be in the theology can,
0: trans can communication uh, trans, trans, trans configuration. Configuration. Well, See,
2: you yeah. guys believe that it actually becomes well, we the don't, body. We don't believe so that. So you guys are cannibals. We don't <laughs> <No>. believe that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we have associated with people who do
2: Yeah, theology podcast now this yeah. is great there's oh, yeah.
1: nothing that's off limits yeah. here that's for sure
0: yeah yeah. we've done we've done uh, a decent amount of work for the Roman Catholic Church
2: yeah oh okay is that why is that why you like did you convert no we were no, we were born we that way we need, yeah. we need more no.
0: accounts same thing like after we're Buddhist after. now the temple <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh after i made my confirmation same thing it was like that was like my free pass like okay now you can you know yeah see i did
2: not get into i mean growing up in the church um always being i mean as a preacher's kid a pk um always having to be on best behavior Mm -hmm. i mean i still remember times where i mean i was in choir you know, youth choir, and I had my two buddies that were sitting on either side of me talking during church, like, over me while I'm just sitting there drawling in that. And my father actually stopped in the middle of a sermon and asked for the youth choir to be quiet, and I had no idea. I'm just, You must have been mortified. I was just drawling in that. I didn't even know what was going on. And it's dead silent. I'm, like, looking up. I'm like, what's going on? And then I'm grounded for two weeks. I wasn't even, you know...
0: Guilty by association,
2: so yeah, so it's like and then there was uh the other great story was uh my so back the old phone systems where you would call a number and then so me and my sister were at home, and my father called the house from the church to give us our chores. I was downstairs, my sister was upstairs, we were both on the phone. My father hangs up, my sister and I are still connected in the house. And we're arguing over who has to do what, cursing, swearing at each other. The church secretary picks up the phone to make a call, oh. and hears all this. So that was not a good. <laughs> a <laughs> How good long day. were you grounded that day? I don't even remember. <laughs> but I was never. I mean, my father never, never spanked us or anything. My mother, on the other hand, would beat the crap out of us. But <laughs> so. yeah,
1: my mom's favorite t- tool was the wooden spoon
2: we had actually had a paddle that had not only our names written on it where we signed it other kids in the neighborhood's names oh, were on it now, that's a big change from from nowadays oh, forget about it yeah. yeah
1: i mean i grew up in a time where people's parents would drag you home yeah. like you know they'd catch you doing something they'd drag you to the house and then of course you'd really get it because you know
0: it was you the embarrassed, deed. yeah, yeah, embarrassed. we would get
2: spanked twice, we'd get you, spanked by you, whoever's <laughs> mom caught us, and then when our parents found out oh, about you it, got
0: it, now you can't even you know can't. say anything to somebody else's kid, no, yeah. like be stern with them, you know,
1: yeah, that's it's not it's not right. what about did you go out to eat as a
0: did you go to restaurants growing up? Shh. I'm gonna take you to the ladies' room. That's what my mom <laughs> used to say. <laughs> Don't you embarrass
1: me? Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah,
0: yeah. They would. They Kids would get cut away you with that murder look. these days. I tell my son, and I'm like, you do realize, like when I was your age, if I did that, I'd be getting my ass beat. Yeah, they would just cut you the look, and you would freeze.
3: <laughs>
2: oh, absolutely.
1: And- <laughs> And what about what, in the car? <laughs> they, I'll turn this car around. They reach around. <laughs> they be swinging and you're trying to dodge. And they're like trying to drive with one hand while they're trying to like knock you out with the other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
0: no car seats. No,
1: no car exactly. They had car
2: seats back then. <laughs> well, no then. booster seats. No yeah. booster seats. Yeah. No, I they were, did they have car seats when I was a kid? They had car seats when you were a really? kid. I don't that's know. not like a new thing. No. <laughs>
1: I mean, I'm sure they weren't nearly as safe.
2: As Someone they were. had them. <laughs>
1: Someone. Some, the, some other family <laughs> had them. <laughs> they they just cinched us
2: in. Yeah, you know, and you Well that's why, like, you know, how many how many brothers and sisters do you have? I
1: have two oh, I had two older half brothers. So you are yeah. three.
2: You're one of three and...
0: Yeah, one of three. One of three. From Same the here.
2: One of three. That's why they had so many kids then was in case they lost one yeah.
0: of them. Yeah. Oh, His yeah. family
2: was like five kids. You know, it's like, well, it's in case, you know, one of them, one of them doesn't make it. You yeah. still got four. Oh, my gosh. Oof.
1: Yeah. That, I mean, it, it's so funny thinking about that stuff now. Um, the station wagon with the seat that faced
2: backwards.
0: Oh, yeah. I had, I never, I had never seen that in person, <laughs> but
2: kid had a totally different vacation than everybody else don't get rear-ended <laughs> it's like i wonder what that that's done
1: <laughs> no seatbelts nah. just back there just all glass yeah you know just a, a, a trunk lid between you and disaster <laughs> did you
2: have did your parents have one of those
1: yeah we had one uh, um we moved to Arizona when I was in, uh, the sixth grade and we drove across country in one of those things.
2: Do you have any memories of that, that drive?
1: A, a little bit. It
0: wasn't too pleasurable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. I wouldn't want to do it now in like yeah. a cushy car. Yeah, exactly. You,
1: you you, um... You know, those were back in the days where you just did what you were told, right? I mean, it was there were no questions. Yeah, hey, you you didn't.
2: I mean, imagine saying why? Like, oh my that, goodness, that didn't even come up. <laughs> my son, quite well. You guys have met Emil. It's like my son questions me all the time. I, d- Dad, I just, I just want to know why. And I'm just because I said so. Yeah, is that not enough? No. <sighs> How I mean, are you he, raising your son? Um.
0: I think we're doing a pretty good job. He's he's a phenomenal kid. All right, he He is. is. He's he's very good.
2: I mean, the nice thing is, Emil is unbelievably respectful Mm -hmm. in public. Mm -hmm. I just wish he was like that at home. (laughs) Oh yeah, (laughs)
0: yeah. Well, there's always going to be that power struggle. Yeah, yeah, Yeah.
2: pushing the pushing the boundaries. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the fact that him and his him and my wife are identical. They, they. It's like when the two of them are arguing and fighting. It's like. And she's like, aren't you going to do anything? I'm like, you're fighting with yourself. The two of you are so much alike. (laughs) I just stay out of it.
0: It's a good sign, though. Like you were saying before, like, know your audience. You know, he goes out into the world, and he knows that. I'm like, get get away with this shit here. Yeah. At home, I have a little bit of leeway, because what's Dad going to do? Is he going to kick me out?
2: Yeah, exactly. That's why I say it, you know, when he's out, and they're like, your son is so nice. It's like, well, helps not to really know him.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's an upstanding citizen. Yes. I,
1: I taught high school and junior high for a while. Uh-huh. And it makes me think of, because I don't have any kids, but when I had junior high school kids, I
0: had like the, you, you remember the Sweat Hogs? Yeah. Yeah, like I Do had Do you remember that the class. Sweat Hogs? Mm-hmm. Welcome back, Carter. I know it, the name, but I don't know.
2: <clears throat> John Travolta was one of the original. Go ahead. Sorry. Anyway,
1: I had this class and they were the, they were so bad, these kids- um, that I, and nobody wanted them. I had them three classes a day, actually.
2: What did you teach?
1: Uh, that was English as a second language
2: okay. and history. So where,
0: did, where did you teach? That was in Brooklyn.
2: That was I was about to say. It's ESL,
0: like- and they were... They all spoke different languages. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's how the ESL tough. classes were in my um, school. It's like they had like a Japanese kid, you know, some kids from like Latin America. Like, yeah. And like, yeah. How are they supposed to teach? There's like, you know, we got like ten different languages in this class. So, like when we would do the fire drill,
1: that's what I would say was. Is- you better not embarrass me. <laughs> <laughs> when we go out there in that hallway, don't you embarrass me? <laughs> oh, no, that's fine. How long did you teach for? I taught for two solid years. Uh, and then I moved to Jersey, and when I was getting my, waiting for my license, my New Jersey license. Each state has their right, own license. Right. Um, there was like this snafu, and school had started. And I got offered one position way down in Point Pleasant Beach, and I didn't want to take it. And I wound up uh, just, that's how I started woodworking as a profession. Oh,
2: okay.
1: Um, you know, I was doing some stuff around the house, and I, you know, I took on a job from, from one person and said, hey, can you do this? And it just snowballed. So I never went back to teaching, even after I got my license school down point pleasant still like when the
2: hell's that guy showing up yeah he's late
1: but uh yeah you got, that, you got out at a good time yeah yeah my wife's a retired teacher okay and we still have a lot of friends and family that are in the you know school system and i don't know how they do it i mean because the the what
0: kids will tell you and do and things like that it's and the parents, you know, oh, they, yeah. the kid can do no wrong, right? Yeah, my sister was a teacher; she got out of it.
1: Yeah, because they, if you, if the kid actually fails, you know, somehow fails because you know that's really discouraged. Hard. Yeah, it's yeah, you hard. You don't to want to fail, fail anybody because there's there's not enough seats to do summer school or anything like that. The first response, and these is, are suburban schools we're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> if you go to you
0: know to inner city school. It's like.
1: Well, yeah. When I taught in Brooklyn and Canarsie, that that was the best because mm-hmm. the parents of those kids were like, you know, you can hit my kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like no, I really can. They go, no, if he acts up, you hit him. <laughs> now, did you guys? You guys didn't do Catholic school, did you?
0: No, no.
2: Okay, no. My wife grew up in a Catholic school. My wife too. I did not know you were a teacher. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Nowadays, no, I would not want someone to go into education. I wouldn't want them to become a police officer. I have a lot of respect for police officers. Oh, yeah, but what a job, I mean. Exactly. My cousin's, like, so looking forward to getting it. I mean, he bought—you can—so he had—he's in Jersey, and he had time with in the federal court. Mm-hmm. So at the time, he did not pay—you He you can buy that time. Yeah, yeah. And he did not— and he's like, now he like, he actually costs a whole lot more, but he bought that just so he can retire early. Mm. It's like, it's horrible. It's horrible.
1: Yeah. It's, it's not easy out there. I mean, we, we, we come in here seven o'clock in the morning, shut the door. We don't, we don't, we have two windows, but we don't know what goes on outside in the world. Did you get out better. of here before it gets dark? Yeah. It, usually it's starting to be light now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If we'd rather 30. start early and go home regular time. There yeah. you go. So, Well, I guess we should, um, wrap it up, start wrapping it up. Yeah. Any parting words
2: of wisdom for the audience, man. Mm. Go out there and make something. Be creative every day, no matter what you do and support each other. I like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Being supportive is is very important. Matawan, New Jersey, it's, a, it's probably uh, Kelly calling about your Dun and Bradstreet yeah, score. Yeah, we're eligible for like a five hundred thousand dollar loan. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, they they call us every day, and they use all kinds of local numbers. Yeah, it's like the business equivalent to like the uh, car mm-hmm. car warranty. Like if you own a business, you get these are the calls you get now. Yeah, miss yeah, I keep
2: I whenever I get those calls about you know your warranties, I am mean, like, you're kidding! I didn't know that. Well, tell me more about that, and then I just hang up.
0: <laughs> I like the guys online who do like the scam baiting and stuff. That's too funny. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah.
0: yeah. When they, especially when they steal the stuff out of their computer. Mm. Yeah, those have they're getting a little over the top, and there's a lot of like copycat, um, not copycat, but,
2: uh, um, but. You saw the one that Mark Rober did, right?
0: Uh, yeah, I, yeah.
2: That was mm-hmm. where they had they got, they got into the. Uh, camera system yep, yeah and referred to the talk to the woman press, by
0: the actual name. Yeah and then didn't they they send in the cops and all yep, that. Yeah. Yep. Uh speaking of copycats, I want to get your get your hot take on the uh and if you don't want to oh, talk yeah. about it, feel free. The J Katz Moses router plane situation. Are you familiar? No. Explain it. Um probably you probably won't be able to form a good opinion without without having prior knowledge, but uh, so he released a router plane um I guess it's on pre-sale now. And uh come to find out, like if you look at it side by side with Elite with Elite Valley Veritas, mm-hmm. it's like basically like they sent the casting overseas and had it reproduced um and changed a couple things, like the adjustment and stuff. Um I'll see if I can pull up a picture, but it's almost identical. <laughs> and uh it's actually it's selling for the same price. As the Veritas, which is the uh, the body is is made in a foundry in the United States, and um, you know the rest is made in Canada. So,
2: so he copied it. Did he make any improvements on it at all?
0: Um, he changed like the the adjustment for the blade or something. I'm not. I don't know about the exact specifics, but hmm. extremely
1: similar to the point where uh, Lee Valley published a letter oh about theft
2: oh wait yeah you yeah did i buy a i bought a website because you guys were gonna oh yeah here a... yeah i did hear about this yeah um i'm all for people improving upon another design mm-hmm. but if you're just doing it as a money grab no i'm not for that
0: that's sort of uh, what my opinion is.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I'm all for, you know, taking a design, uh, crediting it, crediting the original one. This is what I did to improve upon mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. but not to,
0: yeah. It's just too close. Like, okay, you want to design a new router plane with new features? Don't copy the casting exactly of the Veritas router plane. Because right. I have a Lee Nielsen. looks completely different. A Stanley 71 looks completely different. A uh, uh, What's the other company that's making one? They're real rectilinear. Um, I mean, there's there's a thousand ways to make the body of a router plane with the same, you know, two-handle functionality. But it's literally like they took that casting, mm-hmm. sent it to China, and said, replicate this? this. Yeah, You know, with no... I mean, the handles, everything. It just... To me, it seems really slimy because the people, you know, if you, if you're a a diehard fan of uh, J Katz Moses, um, you know, I I'd say like his fan base is more on the hobby side and and less experienced. You know, you're taking what he says as gospel. So he says, "I have this new tool. It's great." Yada yada yada. You're you're gonna buy it if you have any right. interest in it. You're gonna support. You're you're supporting him. You're buying a tool that's being sold as you know um, innovative and high quality this and that meanwhile, it's just an offshore ripoff of something that is already being made yeah right you know
1: and it's not just the manufacturing that's stolen it's it's all of the research and development absolutely you know that yeah. goes into making a product like that
2: it's probably not made as well.
0: I so. mean, there's good factories overseas, we know that. Um, but even if it was made as well, like Lee Valley says it in their letter, um, one manufacturing job in North America supports directly supports seven other jobs, you know. Right. So it's like you know, you're taking Did he food. respond to it? Not that I've seen. <clears throat> okay. Um I mean, I, I feel like it's indefensible. Right. You know, what what could you possibly say that mm-hmm. it's like you you had to have signed off on the design. <laughs> Your right. name's on the tool. Right. Um so I don't know. Well,
2: I like to see what happens that he
0: usually attends WorkbenchCon. Yeah. I sat next to him uh when I won that Craig pocket hole
2: machine. Yeah. Did you uh did you go to his talk?
0: Uh yes.
2: Were you there the first the not well it wasn't uh, last the first
0: year. year. You were there last year. I was
2: there last year and the year before. Well, not the year before that, but the one before that. Oh, I was at that one. Yeah, yeah. So he would, yeah. He it was a commercial. It was Mm -hmm.
0: a his whole life story,
2: and yeah, yeah. it was a it was a commercial. Really, kind of. He's just
0: kind of a huckster.
2: Yeah, there's certain there's certain ones that, um, people that I support in the community, um, and a lot of it's the they've now become popular. Mm -hmm. But like when I started following them, they weren't. And it's not that I I don't go after that that fanboy mentality.
0: Yeah, I mean, um... Like, I mean, except for you guys. Well. I mean, you guys, it's like it's like, oh my goodness, make it's like starstruck, <laughs> <laughs> and I like Jimmy DiResta, like I, I yeah, like Jimmy, fan. and I and I like uh, what he does. I really, I really liked what he used to do, like when he was in the basement in New York and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, I I can't fault him for um, becoming bigger than that. But it's like I don't understand. You know, there's like this idol worship with a lot of people. It, it just it becomes very cringy
2: and i don't even mind that it's when the when the idols actually start believing the own yeah yeah and that's the cool thing about jimmy Jimmy is is not like that at all and like um paul jackman is Mm -hmm. not like that at all in fact he he gets uncomfortable with it Mm -hmm. um but then other ones out there that actually you know they do they they are so full of themselves it's unbelievable yeah, we won't name any names. No. We,
0: we all have some names in our head. Yeah, <laughs> Keith Drennan. <laughs> it was, it was, it was Tony, just... that Canadian Tony. Oh, Tony, so full of himself. Yeah. My God, always posting on Instagram like every two minutes. Yeah,
2: can't get. I just can't World get enough of iron. himself. <laughs> uh, so, how many times do you like end your show before you actually end it? Uh, just just keep... all the time, all <laughs> the time.
1: Honestly. <laughs> Unless
0: well, we run out of something to say and then we just go, ah,
2: okay. I guess
1: that's, it. that's well, it. We'll see you later. We'll see you tomorrow.
0: Yeah. A lot of times it's just like when you hit like that 10 second pause, you're like, okay, I guess, I, <laughs> I guess that's it. That's a natural starting point. <laughs> well, I congratulate you. This is the longest podcast we've had in a while. And you're the first guest in the new podcast studio. Yeah. And in quite I some time. honored. Yeah. So, well, we're honored to have so, you. Yeah. yeah.
2: Excellent. Yeah,
0: been a terrific guest. Yeah, yeah have it me back good, anytime.
2: was a good one. Give it a little time so I have more things to say.
0: Then. Some people can't hang, you know, with the... Uh, with the big boys? Well, yeah, just the with the, um, the, uh, the improvisational nature right, of our the show.
1: the non-edited, because this is all straight to tape.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to put the intro on, put the outro on.
2: Oh, really? You don't edit it? it? No, we don't, don't edit the stuff to it. that I just said is going to... Oh, no. Everything oh, you say oh, is, goes, oh, goes oh, no.
0: out. The Working Hands guys cracked me up. They have like, time stamps are, like, at 12.52. We got to edit that out. <laughs> that's, that's like, you guys are whacked. This is supposed to be fun. I think I might have, like, uh, you know, like, cut out the volume on, like, one or two things in, like, mm-hmm. the whole three seasons where it was, like, we probably shouldn't have said that <laughs> name or, you know. And I'm sure it's been slipped through many times because, yeah. you know, I'm going to do this at in you know a couple hours at home and wouldn't remember
2: anyway. So you really should, since you guys have such nice nice chairs. We got another one, and you have me here on a on <laughs> that a crate chair It's so a on a crate with nails sticking up through it. it it's kind <laughs> of we yeah. we refrain from actually lounging back. Yeah. Oh we, yeah. These are these, recliners. They just go back. <laughs> Those are really really nice. My ass we hurts got these so much up. from this. Don't don't come on this show. They don't treat their guests. I was told I was going to have lunch prepared for me, and as soon as I get here, they're Craft just like services. This All right, let's do the podcast. They're like, uh, I haven't eaten
0: yet. No. Yeah, that's a that's an adjustable drafting chair. <laughs> this is not very. Good. We did the podcast. We had four of those for the first. I think uh, I don't know. Year full two years. seasons yeah. probably. Oh wait, no, no, full first season. Yeah, it's
1: it's terrible.
0: We what, did it's them.
1: Not in, no, it's we not did them in the, the other uh, last two weeks. Oh in yeah, chairs, in here. and we were like, man, you this know what is, it's, it's too high.
0: Yeah, that's what it is. These are just the right, just right height. You yeah, yeah, got very, these babies at Big Lots. Very comfortable. On a coupon. <laughs> coupon. Didn't the guy like bust my balls about something too? Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, no, no it's got to be the price on the thing. I'm like,
2: uh, It's big lots. Come on. Yeah. You don't own the store. Yeah. Come on.
0: That's like the lady at Lowe's. Oh, yeah. That was, that's, that's another episode. I think we talked about that last week. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear about that?
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. I that's can't
0: believe it. you let her, you let her go. I would have fought. I didn't want them to get the money. And you know, we went and we bought it at the, uh, at Builders General, which is. No, I mean, I
2: can't believe you didn't fight for that oh i mean your manager just said i could have it
0: yeah but i didn't want to give lowe's the money because i was oh. like you know what if you're gonna be like this yeah but it's I'm not gonna the take company. my money elsewhere
2: i mean i go to home depot anyway but actually i try to go to weaver's ace hardware mm. yeah we went so to expensive. builders
0: general in little silver a little you know family owned for like 100 years they have a couple locations and better material cheaper price. Oh, that's good. So, you know, cheaper
2: than the big box stores. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a little drive. Okay. That's all.
0: Yeah. You know, anyway, we'll end this podcast because it was just like the third time we're going to end it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, thanks for coming on.
2: Absolutely. Thank you. All
0: All right, right, everybody. Take care. We'll see you guys next week. As always, Rob and I thank you for tuning in and, uh, we'll see you next week. If you want to help support the podcast, you can leave us a review on Apple podcasts, You can join our Patreon or you can use one of our affiliate links in the podcast description for vesting finishes or Myoderm CBD pain relief cream. Um, Again, we appreciate your support. Thanks for tuning in.